0: <clears throat> all I do is win, 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 no matter what Got money on my mind, I can never get enough And every time I step up in the building everybody hands go up I knew y'all were gonna do that, I knew you were gonna do it Y'all, we're in a new series called Major Keys uh, And it's based off DJ Khaled's Instagram, so, or not Instagram, Snapchat So I felt like it was appropriate to start with the greatest DJ Khaled song of all time Hey, uh, if we haven't met before, my name's Gerald. I'm so pumped uh, to be back with y'all. My life was incredible uh, and so glad that you guys are here. Let me tell you something that I love about you guys. Um, I wasn't even planning on saying this, but let me tell you what I love about y'all. It doesn't matter how many people are in the room, it doesn't matter how many people show up, you guys just go for it every single week. And I'm always blown away by that. Like when I was a high school student, there is no way that I would have shown up on a five-day weekend and been ready to praise Jesus or been ready to sing songs or even wanted to see people at church. Like I am so impressed and amazed by you guys and I love y'all so, so much. And so if you ignore everything else that I talk about for the next 15 or 20 minutes, I want you to know that there are a group of people, myself, your small group leaders, the staff here at Inside Out, we love you guys and we are so proud of you. And if you're ever doubting that for a second, if you go home and you're not sure if there's someone that loves you, know that there is, we're so glad that you guys are here. Uh, so we're doing this series that we're calling Major Keys, and like I said, it's based off of DJ Khaled's Snapchat. Now, if you're not following him on Snapchat, you don't need to, you're not really missing much. Uh, he basically says the same thing every single day. He wakes up in the morning, he gets in an elevator, he walks downstairs, he says, let's see, let's see, let's see. If you haven't seen it, that's not funny to you. If you have seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Then he goes in and he has breakfast, and then he basically says the same phrases every single day on Snapchat. So I'm gonna tell you what they are so that you don't have to worry about following him. If you are following him, you can just unfollow him because now you know exactly what he's gonna say. Here's what he says. He says, one, uh, they don't want you to. Some of you have heard that phrase, right? And that phrase is just followed by something else really stupid. Like, they don't want you to go to the mall, so what do you do? You go to the mall. They don't want you to do your homework, so what do you do? You still don't do your homework. They don't want you to come to Inside Out on Sunday, so what do you do? You come to Inside Out on Sunday, right? Like, they don't want you to. He says that all the time. Other thing he says is something, sometimes knowing is better than learning this is like my favorite one that he says he goes hey sometimes knowing is better than learning but you have to know in order to learn now I know but you might not know but just know that I know does that make any sense no, what, no sense whatsoever, but that's what he says. People love it. And then his classic saying, we the best, you've heard that on every single song. But the one that we wanna focus on for the next three weeks, the reason that we even decided to name a series after DJ Khaled saying really stupid things on Snapchat is because of that last phrase right there where he says, don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Uh, one of my favorite ones by him is there's this like, high school age girl, and she's like, hey, DJ Khaled, how do you keep yourself from playing yourself? And he goes... It's simple. Don't ever play yourself. Like What? That makes no sense, that is not helpful at all. But I do think the idea of not playing ourselves is really, really helpful. Now translation for the small group leaders in the room, don't ever play yourself simply means this, don't be misled. Like don't allow yourself to believe something that isn't true, don't buy into a lie, don't fall into things that aren't real, don't ever play yourself, don't allow yourself to be misled. And so for the next three weeks, we want to talk about an area of your life that we think it's really, really easy for you to be misled, and then we want to give you some major keys around this area of your life. And so the area that we want to talk about for the next three weeks are simply these habits. We want to talk about habits. Now, that's not like a sexy topic to talk about, especially after we just talked about sex all of my life. So it's not super exciting, but it is going to be super, super helpful because we think habits are something that are really important and are oftentimes overlooked, and it's really, really easy for us to get Get misled in this area of our life. Now this talk, I just wanna let you know right off the bat, is gonna be a little bit shorter. I'm gonna move really, really quickly, and we're gonna spend most of the time in scripture. So I'm not gonna tell like a bunch of really funny stories or anything that's gonna make you laugh really, really hard. We're just gonna look at something that Paul said, that I think is one of the most uh, important passages of scripture that there is. It's one that if you've grown up in church, you've heard a bajillion times, but I really wanna look at it in the context of habits because I think that as you guys go on throughout the rest of this year, it could be really, really helpful for you. And so we're gonna just dive right in. It's Romans chapter 12, verse two, and it starts like this, this is what Paul says. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Now, that statement says a lot. The first thing that it says is, guys, there's a pattern to the world. There's a pattern of behavior that the world usually takes on. There's a pattern of things that typically happen, that there's things that are common to men that we all just do. It just happens naturally. There's a pattern of behavior that is common to the world. And Paul says, hey, don't conform to that pattern. Now, I think this phrase is really, really important. The reason that he uses these words, I think, is really, really important. And I think it's also really, really interesting that he uses the phrase pattern of this world. Because here's the definition of a habit. A habit is an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. So we see that there's a correlation between the words. Now, Paul says, hey, hey, listen, there's a pattern to the world, and I don't want you to conform to it. And then we look at the definition of a habit, and a habit says, hey, there is a a behavioral pattern that you fall into, and you do so much that it almost becomes involuntary. Like, you do it so often that you don't even have to think about it when you do it. And so when I look at those two things, here's what I see. I see what Paul is saying is that, hey, guys, there are things that are common to the world that you just naturally do, and you do them so often that you don't even think about them anymore when you do them. Like there are things that happen in your high school. There are things that happen in your families. There are things that happen in your community that just happen all over the world and they happen so easily that we don't realize we're even doing them. In another book in Galatians, I think Paul kind of of lays out what exactly he's talking about. Here's what he says. He says, the acts of the flesh, which you could basically say the patterns of the world are obvious. He says, we all know what these are. The patterns of the world are really, really obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, which basically just means putting anything before God, witchcraft, not so common for y'all, but back in his day, hatred, discord, Jealousy. I mean, how many of us have been jealous before without even thinking about it? Like we just scroll through Instagram. We're looking at a picture and we're jealous instantly. We never have to think about it. We don't have to process it. We don't have to try to be jealous. We just are jealous. It's a pattern that we fall into. He says fits of rage. How many of you just every now and then you spaz out on your parents because you're like, woman, stop talking to me. Okay. You said that I can't watch TV. It doesn't make any sense. Why did you buy a TV if nobody can watch a TV? You should have just never bought a TV to begin with. And then you get to your room and you're like, oh my goodness, what did I just do? Now I'm grounded for the rest of my life life. That was so dumb. But you had a fit of rage and you couldn't control it. And it just happened. Selfish ambition. We're all thinking about ourselves first, right? Like nobody has to tell you to think about yourself. No one has to tell you to wake up in the morning and figure out what's going to be best for you that day. You just naturally do it. Dissensions, drama, splitting up, people not getting along. Factions, envy, drunkenness. For some of you that apply, for others not so much. Orgies, and then the, and the like, we're not gonna talk about that last one, but it's in the Bible. That's why you should read your Bible, right? And Paul says, hey, there are things that are common to man. There are these patterns of the world that we naturally just fall into, and they're obvious. There are these habits that we just naturally do, and we don't even have to think very hard or try very hard to do them. And Paul says this, he says, hey, don't conform to those patterns, Don't give in to those habits. Don't just do it because everyone else is doing it. And don't even do it once. Because here's what Paul knew. He knew that actions lead to patterns, and patterns lead to habits. Actions lead to patterns, and patterns lead to habit. I could give you thousands of examples of this, but you guys know that that's true already, right? Like, you know it's true that one time you go to a party, you drink, it's one action, You leave, you go home, you don't really think about it. And then another party comes up and because you drank at the last one, you're like, oh, I guess I could drink again. And that action has now turned into two actions, which turns into three actions, which turns into four actions. And before you know it, it's a pattern. And now every single weekend, that's what your life looks like. And that pattern has now become a habit. Or maybe it's not drinking because I feel like that's like the typical church example that we give it inside out. So let's just talk about like sleeping in. Like for some of you during the summer, you're like, oh my goodness, I don't have school. I can sleep until 12 o'clock. You do it one time, and then what happens? That one time turns into two times, turns into three times, turns into four times, and before you know it, you miss inside out all summer because your actions have turned into a pattern and your pattern turned into a habit, and now you can't wake up before 12 o'clock. That's why the beginning of the school year sucks so much because you see that alarm clock go off at seven or earlier for some of you, you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I slept until 12 all summer. Why am I having to do this right now? You see, actions lead to patterns, and patterns lead to habits and that's what Paul knew and so Paul says hey don't conform to the patterns of this world don't give in to the patterns don't just do the things that everyone else naturally does don't just buy in to the habits he says no 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 but now I want y'all to know that's a big old but like a real big but because on the other side of that but is hope on the other side of that but is is hey I know everyone else does it this way I know everyone else falls into these patterns. I know everyone else jumps into these habits. I know it's so easy for us to buy into these things. I know it's easy for us to fall into these things. But on the other side of that, there's hope. And you don't have to do that. And Paul says, I want to give you away tonight. He says, I want you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So Romans 12, two, this is what Paul says. He says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Here's what that doesn't mean. It doesn't mean this, just stop. That's not what Paul is saying. Paul isn't saying, hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. I know you look at porn, stop. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I know that you like hook up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Stop. Hey, I know that you drink. Stop. Hey, I know that you sleep in. Stop. Hey, I know that you've fallen into these habits. Just stop it right now. You know why Paul doesn't say that? Because it's not that easy, right? But like, we all know what it's like to just stop doing something that we don't want to do anymore. We stop for a little bit and then what happens? In most cases, we end up doing it again. Paul isn't saying, just stop, because he knows it's not that easy. In fact, Paul says earlier in Romans, in Romans chapter seven, verse 15, this is what he says. He says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I don't do, but what I hate, I do. Paul says, hey, this is even an issue for me. Like, there are things that I don't wanna do, and I do them. And then things that I know I'm supposed to do, I don't do them, so I'm not just telling you to just stop, because it's not that simple. It's not as simple as just giving up and not doing it anymore. I know that it doesn't work that way because even for me, even for Paul, the guy who wrote more than half of the New Testament, he says, hey, I have a really, really difficult time with certain things in my life and I can't just stop doing them even though I want to. Instead, Paul says, do not not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Paul says, hey, I'm not telling you to just stop. I'm telling you to change the way you think. I'm not telling you to just stop doing things. I'm not telling you to just change your actions because you've tried that, it doesn't work. We've all tried that. It only works for a little bit, but it doesn't work for a long period of time. It works for a little while and then you end up doing it again. I'm not just telling you to change your actions because we've all tried that. I've tried that. It doesn't always work. So here's what Paul's saying. He's to say, change your thoughts. You know why? Because your thoughts lead to actions. Your actions lead to patterns and your patterns lead to habits. So if you want to change your habits, Paul says, well, start by renewing your mind. Start by changing your thoughts because if you can change the way you think about it, you'll change the way you act. If you can change the way you act, your patterns begin to change and if your patterns begin to change, the habits that you create in your life will look completely different. So why don't you just start by changing the way you think. And as you start to change the way you think, as you start to be renewed, as you start to renew your mind, you will eventually be transformed. That word transformed is so important because Paul could have used a bunch of different words. Paul could have used changed, he could have used different. But the word transformed, I want you to imagine like, have y'all seen Transformers? Any Transformers people, anyone see? Okay, so when you see Bumblebee, and it pulls up as a car, and then it transforms into like megatron, whatever it transforms into, and then like this humanoid thing. There's a difference between that and taking a yellow car and painting it red. That's change. Paul's saying, hey, don't, don't just slap on a, a coat of paint. He's saying, hey, don't just take a yellow car and paint it red. He's saying, I want you to be transformed. Like, I want you to be completely different. I want you to be a completely different person, a completely different human, and it all starts with the way that you think. And so my buddy Adam Boyle and Dave and I were all sitting in the office earlier this week and we were talking about this message. We said, hey, what would it look like for students to really be transformed? Like how could we show them what it would look like? And so what I did was I came up with five different categories, and there's way more than these five, but I came up with five. And I wanna show you an example of what it looks like for the pattern of this world, and then I wanna show you an example of what it would look like if you were transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the first one is simple because most of you were at My Life, but it's this, it's dating. The pattern of the world for dating says this. It says, hey, when I date, I wanna find someone who's attractive, I wanna find someone who I like spending time with, I wanna find someone who makes me feel good, I want to find someone who gives me those butterflies in my stomach. I want to find someone who I stay up and text until 5 o'clock in the morning, even though I have school two hours later. I want to find someone who I like hanging out on the couch with and Netflix and chilling, whatever that means. I'm going to find someone who benefits me. It's what the pattern of the world says. You know what it would look like for you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind? It would say, hey, when I date someone... I wanna be the best version of myself that I could possibly be. I wanna do whatever I can do to help them in their relationship with God. I want to set boundaries for her and not just respect her boundaries. Because guys, I want you to understand this. There's a difference between respecting boundaries and setting boundaries. Respecting boundaries means that you put all the control on the girls. Setting boundaries is coming into a relationship and saying, hey, because I respect you, And because I look at you as a daughter of God, I'm going to set a boundary and we're never gonna go further than this. And I'm gonna set that. There's a difference. And so being transformed by the renewing of your mind looks at dating completely differently than the pattern of this world. What about this, guys? This is for you. Porn. You know what the pattern of this world says? It says it's my secret. It's in my room. Nobody needs to know. It's self-indulging, it's just a video, it's just a picture. You know what it looks like to be transformed by the renewing of your mind? It's to say to yourself, any time that I pull up a picture or a video, I'm looking at a daughter of God and I am choosing to disrespect her. I'm looking at my sister, I'm looking at my mom, and I couldn't imagine what it would be like for me to know that another guy was looking at her that way. That's the transformation of your mind. That's renewing your mind. It's thinking about it completely differently. Those two are heavy, so let's do one a little bit lighter. Sleeping in. You know what the pattern of this world says? Snooze, 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 snooze. More sleep, snooze. I don't want to get up. More sleep. Skipping first period. Snooze, I'm tired. Sleep more. I want as much sleep as I can possibly get. Know what being transformed looks like? It looks like, hey, every minute that I spend longer in bed is a minute that I've missed out on impacting someone at my school or in my family. Every minute that I spend in bed is a minute that I could have used to spend time with God, and every day I say that I'm too busy to find time for my quiet time, but I just snooze 12 times. I'm going to start looking at sleeping in and my time differently. Here's another one, drinking. Pattern in this world, it's just a way to enjoy my weekend. It makes things a little bit more fun. It's relaxing. It takes away the stress of all the things that I'm dealing with at home. Transformed is, hey, I understand that my body is a temple and that God wants to speak to me and use me. And if I don't have a sober mind, if I can't process what's happening and what's going on around me, there's no way that I could hear from or be used by God. Along the same lines, working out, this is another light one. It's like, hey, pattern of this world. I don't feel like doing it. I'm tired. I'm lazy. I just want to watch TV. I've already had a long enough day. Transformation. My body's a temple. I want to be in every situation. I want to be capable to do whatever it is that God wants me to do. That means if somebody's trapped in a car, I want to be able to go and help them. Is that realistic? Maybe. Maybe not. But you never know how you're supposed to be used. And I could go on and on and on. And I give you example after example after example. But here's the thing is that there is a pattern to this world. There are habits that we naturally fall into. And it's so easy to do those things. And Paul is saying, hey, instead of falling into those, I'm not gonna tell you to just change your actions because that doesn't work. I want you to step back. I want you to step back and evaluate every area of your life. I want you to evaluate your relationships. I want you to evaluate the people you spend time with. I want you to evaluate your decisions when you wake up in the morning. I want you to evaluate your entire life and then ask yourself, do I need to be thinking differently about this? What would it look like for me to think about this in a completely different light? Here's the major key for this week, major key alert. In life, you will rise or sink by the way you think. In life, you will rise or sink by the way you think. You will either grow and be the best version of yourself or you will sink and regret your high school years based off of your ability to step back and think about things differently. you will rise or sink by the way you think. That's not the end of Romans 12.2. Paul says, the reason that all of this stuff is so important, the reason that I'm telling you not to just fall into the habits of this world and just fall into the things that everyone else is doing, the reason that I'm telling you to renew your mind and to think about things differently and to allow God to transform you by by the way that you think, the reason that I'm telling you all of this is because of this right here. He says, Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Paul says, hey, Don't conform, be transformed, then you'll know God's will. Don't conform, be transformed, and then you will know God's will. I don't know about you guys, but I want to know God's will for my life. I think the reason that we show up to Inside Out on Sundays for a lot of us is we're trying to figure out what life is supposed to look like. Trying to figure out who we're supposed to be. We're trying to figure out what we're going to end up doing with the rest of our lives. We're trying to figure out who our spouse is going to be, the type of person that we're going to end up with. We're trying to figure out what our future is going to look like. And every, every now and then you hear us talk about this, this idea that God has a plan for you, that God has a will for you, that God has a goal for you. But a lot of the times you walk out, and I've talked to countless numbers of students about this, you walk out and you're like, I, I just don't understand. How do I hear from God? How do I know what God's will is for my life? How am I supposed to figure out what God's plan is for me? And if I'm honest, you're never gonna fully know the entire plan, but what I do believe is that you might be able to start to see things a little bit clearer, and that God might be able to reveal things to you that you would have missed out on before if you'll step back and change the way that you think, if you'll not conform and give in to all of the things that everyone else is doing, And you'll step back and allow God to change the way that you think about things. I do believe that as you do that, the more and more you do that, the clearer and clearer God's will for your life will become. And it may not be the plan, the job that you're supposed to have, but it may be the person in your classroom that he means for you to talk to. It may be an opportunity that he wants you to take. It may be a club that he wants you to join. It may be a conversation with your parents that he really wants you to have, but you're missing out on it. Because you haven't changed the way that you thought. You haven't renewed your mind yet. And here's what I know, without a shadow of a doubt, is that as you start to see God's plan more and more, and as you begin to see his will for you more and more, you will realize that it's good, that there's never anything bad in God's plan for you. Bad things will happen in life, but his plan for you is always good. That it's pleasing That even though on the front end it seems like, oh my goodness, I have to stop doing a bunch of the things that I really like doing. That ultimately you will end up happier and more joyful because you are following God's plan and his will for your life. And lastly, that you'll realize it is perfect. And you will see things that never were meant to work together, work together. You'll see situations that you're in, that your friends have been in, turn out completely different from you. And you will realize that God has a good, pleasing, and a perfect will for you if you will just decide to step back and think. So here's the deal. At the end of the day, habits happen. Habits are going to happen one way or another. They're either going to be the habits of this world, or they're going to be the habits that you decide. But either way, habits are going to happen. So we want you to make a habit of making habits. We want you to make a habit of making habits, and for the next two weeks, we're gonna talk about habits that we think you should spend some time making, a priority in your life. But until we get there, just this week, I just want you to step back and think, and try to think about things a little bit differently. Start to renew your mind, and watch how God begins to transform you. So as you go to small groups, I want you to do two things today two really, really simple things. The first one is I want you to think about it. I want you to think about every area of your life, every category of your life. And I want you to start to reevaluate things. Ask yourself, is this the way that I think God would want me to handle this area of my life? Am I living this area of my life like everyone else? Am I falling into the pattern of this world? Or am I being transformed by the renewing of my mind? Am I thinking about this differently than everyone else around me? So the first thing I want you to do as you walk out of here and you go in a small group is just start to think about it. And I promise you, as you do, there's gonna be one specific area, it might already be in your mind, that pops into your head and you're like, that's the area. That's the area where I need my mind to be renewed. And then I want you to do this. I want you to talk about it. Here's the thing that I know about high school students and the thing that I know about Sundays at Inside Out that are very different from camp is that you get into that room and you really don't feel like talking. There's something about being away for a couple of days that makes it a little bit easier to start opening up and sharing things. But on Sundays, it's really hard for you to go in that room and to start to talk about the things that are going on in your life. And you may not do that every Sunday. I totally get that. But tonight, for this group of people, my hope is that you would actually go in a small group and talk. And actually talk about what's going on with you. Talk about the areas of your life that you think you need to change your mind in and allow your small group to rally around you and help you because that's what we're here for. That's the reason that we do Inside Out. It's not for the stage. It's not for the worship. All of that stuff is great, but the reason that we do it is that you can go in your small groups and get real. The reason that your small group leaders show up every single week It's so that they can walk walk with you through some of the most difficult seasons of your life. The reason that they show up every week is because they wish for most of them that they had someone when they were your age in high school that would have challenged them to think about things differently and to talk about it in a safe environment. So they wanna provide that for you. And so my challenge for you today, even if you don't do it after this week, is to just open up and talk about it. Think about it, talk about it because at the end of the day, you will rise or sink by the way that you think. And if we wanna break the habits in our life, if we don't wanna give in to the patterns of this world, it all starts with the way that we think. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much uh, for tonight. God, this can be really challenging. Uh, Because we know that when we start thinking about things differently, it's gonna lead to us realizing some things that we have to change. And honestly, it's hard to change. It's It's hard to be different. And it's hard to do the thing that we know we're supposed to do when we really don't wanna do it. But God, what we know is that that's best for us. And so we're asking that you would give us the courage to do it. God, I'm asking that you would give every student in this room the courage to do with what they just heard, what they know they need to do ask that you would pop into their heads right now, into their minds, an area of their life that they need to think about differently and that you would start to renew their mind and then you would give them the courage to talk about it in their small groups. Father, we love you. We're grateful for you. Thank you for a couple of days off to just rest and catch up with life. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.